Hello. Hey, Jan, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. You busy? Um, not really. No. Just making, cha- just working on my chainmail. On your chainmail? Yeah. Wait, like like a vest, like a chainmail vest. Like a shirt. A shirt. <laughs> a long long sleeve shirt. Yeah. You you are making a long sleeve chainmail shirt. Yes. I don't believe you. Uh, do you want me to send you a picture? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. When did you get into chain mailing? Is that is that what they call it? Chain mailing? Yeah, we were trying to figure out kind of what to call it, whether it was uh, knitting, weaving. Is it? Yeah, chain mailing. I've is, used it as a. Uh, if you use heat at all, it'd be blacksmithing. Do you use heat? Uh, no, I did think about, like, one some of the videos I was watching where people were making chainmail, they were, um, or one of them in particular, I didn't watch a lot of them, I kind of mostly just figured it out on my own, but one guy was making a copper shirt, and he was um, butting them and then welding or, like, brazing the copper together. Uh-huh, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's more necessary with uh, copper because it's a weaker metal. I'm thinking that the steel, even just butted, will be enough to um, just put it in. Yeah, just put it in. So are you doing this for protection, or are you doing this for a look? I'm doing it mostly mostly for neither. Um, I plan to kind of wear it, most of the time wear it under my uh, clothes, so that to just help me get in shape. I'm not really making it to the gym. Oh, as much I, as I like. oh, okay. So if I'm always carrying around an extra 30 or 40 pounds, <laughs> then it'll help me kind of get in shape. Um, but also, um, I've kind of thought about the fact that as I get in better shape, I'll become more attractive, and then <laughs> people will get jealous and potentially want to stab me, and then I'll also be protected from stabbing. So it's kind of serves a couple of different purposes. Oh my gosh, I just got this picture. You are a sexy chainmail wearing beast. And that is yeah, that was a week ago. Um now it has sleeves on it. Okay, why? Well, I thought, I thought the sleeveless today. was a good look. It looks sexier without the sleeves, but a big part of it, since I'm trying to carry around extra weight, I want as much weight. Some of that weight to be on my arm. Is it going to have a tail? Like I've seen them with like they do the shirt length and then some, and then it hangs lower, like to cover up their butt or backside. One of the one of the main reasons I decided to make this whole thing myself, as opposed to buying a pre-made one online. Um, is the fact that all of the ones that I saw that you could buy pre-made, they attempt to make them look like medieval, like right. with the extra long thing that you put a belt on. Yeah. And then they have the super wide, like, sleeve uh, opening. So, like, this, even the ones with kind of longer or, or half sleeves have a really wide opening. Oh. I wanted it to be, like, a tight-fitting kind of you're, you're going for the modern-looking shirt. I don't want it to look... I don't want to be like Renaissance Festival, like looking right. like you're, a knight. You're going for the skinny jeans of of chainmail wear. I guess. Like um, I don't want those wide wide open jeans. I want those tight skinny jeans that show off my butt. Ball. Well, like I said, a lot of times I'm going to be wearing this under my clothes, so I kind of want a skinnier sleeve that 
um, that I can put like a long sleeve shirt over and you won't be able to see this underneath. Uh huh. So it's not, not so much for look as it, either as it is um, just being able to hide it under my clothes. So I want it pretty tight-fitting. Well, that's for look, the look of not looking like you're wearing chainmail. Yeah. Yeah. But now, now, I mean, I don't know. You could start a whole new movement. I mean, you could you could be setting, without even knowing, you could be setting the chainmail fashion on fire by coming out with a new form-fitting chainmail wear that's all custom made and you're going to go to a renaissance festival with it and everyone there is going to be like oh my god I want something that looks like that so and then you're going to get orders and people are going to be like oh man can you make me one of those and you're going to be like dude no I just like I don't have time I'm too busy and then they're going to be like I'll, I give, you, I'll give you a thousand dollars you're like okay I'll make you one I yeah thousand dollars um, I'd have to figure this out because you know I worked on this for like I did almost the whole thing in like two weeks, but that was wor- working on it a lot. Like every every day, I was pretty much putting a lot of hours into this. So I don't know if it's worth um, like making and selling. I kind of might want to sell uh, smaller items like handbags and stuff, mm. and like a shirt a shirt that is specifically designed to not look like. Medieval clothing. Right. I don't know if um, a Renaissance festival would be the best place to market that either. No, it would because look, they all have their look, right? They know what it is. But you'd be like the new thing. You'd be like, I'm still wearing chainmail. I'm still hanging out with you geeks. But at the same time, I also look way better. And they'd be like, Oh man, that's like the better way to do that fashion. And then they're all gonna want that. And they'd be like, Okay, it will kind of still look medieval, but it also looks really badass. So okay, I'll let you borrow this, and you can wear it to a Renaissance festival, and let me know how it goes. Okay, cool. There's one here in well, not here. In, there is one here in town I haven't been to ever, but there's another one that I drive to over in Cincinnati. That was pretty cool. And by um, cool, I mean it is a great. I went once. It was a great place to go and spend a whole bunch of money on stupid stuff that you'll never use or look at again after you buy it, but you think it's really cool at the time. You know that kind of stuff. Okay. I guess that's what this is. Um, what, how I mean, how, what I mean is, how often do they um, have that? Uh, that runs for I think like a solid month or two months. Like I think the month of September and October, the whole fair run, like every weekend for two months. Hmm. Yeah, you don't have to be there the whole time. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like if you buy tickets, you're not like required to be there the whole time. That's good. That's yeah, I had no idea that you you picked up chain mailing hobby. Like, I feel like I'm saying something about like a bad email, like you're a horrible email person if you're just sitting around chain mailing. Um. Yeah, I think that's. Per- I mean, that's like one of the problems with uh, you know older term like this particular kind of mail. There are other another couple meanings of mail. Um, oh. I just thought of something. You should totally get like a really roby like black hooded thing to go over top of it. Yeah, that'd be cool. So cover it just a sweatshirt. Huh? Well, yeah, I mean just just a sweatshirt. Yeah, well, I okay, maybe. It has to be dark though. Like black. um 
I don't know if we're going for the same thing here. No, I'm pretty sure we are. Black Hood, Dark, yeah, totally. Um, so how many swords do you have? How many swords? Yeah, swords. Two. You have two swords? Yeah. Oh, that's going to look really good then. Okay, so you can put the sword in its sheath and then strap that to your back and then walk around with that on. That'll add extra weight for weight. Right, I mean, that's what um, we're doing Did you for. know that it's not um, practical to sheath your sword on your back? Like, for, it's like, pretty much just traveling. I mean, yeah, not like to yeah, go into it. I wouldn't go into but, a war with it like that, but if I was walking from town to town. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, for you weight, can't really. For exercise. Can't, that's why we're doing Oh, that. yeah, that's, uh, I just have my swords for weight anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and your mace. Like, do you carry a mace around for weight? I, I don't, actually. Mm. Next, next, next project, I guess. <laughs> make, make your own mace. Well, I'm just, I'm not trying to spend a whole lot of money, and I already had swords, so. <laughs> do you really have swords? Like, I didn't know this. Thorn got one from the strip club he used to work at because these guys were like... <laughs> strip club swords. <laughs> yeah, these guys were, I don't know, they were drunk and I don't know if they were threatening people with a sword or something. <laughs> so he had to confiscate it from them out in the parking lot and then he ended up bringing it home. So we had that sword what? and then I think Mallory had a sword too. So we have what? two swords in the house. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mallory had it. Okay, and she was your roommate, right? Did I meet her? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. Okay. Yeah, I know. I've met so many roommates, I don't remember. A lot of them are girls. So. If you yeah, ever, the did you ever hear from that BB chick at all? Um, I didn't. She kind of disappeared. Uh, I think her phone was disconnected. I was kind of, you know, she, like, owed me money and stuff, and I was just kind of, like, not really... Well... I'm still friends with her on Facebook. I can just send her a message. No, I... She's kind of... Her phone stopped working. Um, I am still friends with her on Facebook. Her her phone, like, wasn't working last time I was in... Messaged her... And then uh, recently, she I got a message like like a week ago or something, a thing on Facebook that says BB is waving at you. I guess it's a thing you can do yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, and in Messenger, yeah, you can wave at people. So she waved at me on Facebook, and then oh. I sent her a message. Saying, you owe me like, money, hey. bitch. No, I was like, oh. I'm going to be in Philly in a couple days. Cause and I you owe me money. And then she didn't respond to that. So I think I think she doesn't have a phone, and she is not on Facebook very often. When people owe you money, I did air quotes around that. Like, what are we talking? Like five dollars? Do you bring that up to people, or is it like when it gets like above a hundred dollars, you start saying, "Hey, that person owes me money." Um, I don't. I mean, I, the whole time we were traveling together, like she was. She didn't have money or an income, and she had, like, lost her house and stuff. And I was like, hey, just come on the road with me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'll just pay for everything. Nice. Yeah. She was, I guess... I mean, it doesn't cost any was, extra gas, and the hotel room is a hotel room, so that doesn't cost any more Right, money. so I was just paying her food, um, cigarettes, and booze. Oh, okay. Um, and... 
she she was claiming that she was keeping track of all that. And I was like, you don't have to keep track of it. She was like, no, I'm going to pay you back. And I was like, you, I'm not, I was like, I offered to bring you with me. Like, you don't owe me any of right. this. So that was, that, all of that, she had written down all this money that she supposedly owed me. And I was like, you don't owe me that money. But then every time I came to visit her, Oh, then, yeah, then we went back to Philly, and she went, and I don't know, she stayed with her ex-boyfriend or whatever, and she wasn't staying with me, but then she kept, she asked me for a bunch of money, because she was like, I'm going to go stay in Philly with my friends or whatever, so I gave her money, and then she, then every time, and then she ended up not coming back to Michigan with me, she ended up kind of staying there, and stuff happened. But every time I'd come back, she'd ask me for, like, another $100 or, like, or like I, I a couple times I sent money Western Union because she like needed you, money. You became her longest sugar daddy. That's what happens. So those those things are the only. That's the when she was asking for money when she wasn't traveling with me, which wasn't right, part of that, the initial offer. Yeah. Then that, that, the, so that's the money that I consider her owing me. Really? And I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much it is, but I just got kind of got sick of that. Like, every time I come visit her, then it's like, um, I need some money, and I wasn't really, uh, no, I get it. Hear from her. even when she I wasn't, even when I wasn't there, it'd be like, anytime she was contacting me, it, it was about money, then it's like, uh, I'm not as interested. Right. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that kind of happens, and, like, I get it, like, the first time I gave somebody money, like, a friend of ours was asking me for money, um. You probably remember her. Uh, Kitty? Yeah. So she was, and then I just said, okay, well, here it is. And I even forget how much it was. It wasn't a big deal. It was like maybe 200 maybe like 250 something like that. But I, I, I expected, like, I'm just giving this to you. Like, this is a gift. This isn't a loan. I don't expect this back. Um, and I did and went and helped her, and I guess it was helpful. And then she kind of just disappeared and, like, didn't talk to me. After that or anything, and like I think it's just I think it was a little bit of guilt, and because like she wanted to pay me back and just never had the money to pay me back, and I didn't expect her to, but she still like it was like as soon as that happened, like all of a sudden we went years without talking to each other, and then just recently we kind of like reconnected, and now she'll send me like a Facebook message every once in a while, or something. Um, yeah, people kind of have this idea that debt goes away if you wait long enough. With yeah. your people, um, right? But there are certain ex roommates, especially who have moved out, owing me, you know, a lot of money, oh, like yeah. a thousand or two thousand dollars, and though those debts will never be forgiven. If I ever, I used when I would see Mitchell Winget uh-huh. um, or Winget or whatever, he owed me like a grand or something, and uh, every time. I would see him, you know, I'd make jokes about it, and then make, kind of make fun of, oh, that's that guy that owes me money or whatever. <laughs> yeah. One time, one time he ran into me, and he tried to make a joke about it, and I just stared at him. I was like, no, you, I'm allowed to make these, I'm allowed to make these jokes, but you are not allowed to make these jokes. You are allowed to get uncomfortable, and sheepish around me whenever I bring it up, but you cannot be the one making a joke. This isn't a joke for you. 
this is serious. If you are ever going to be oh my considered gosh. my friend or anyone who I have any interest in talking to about anything besides the fact that you owe me $1,000, then you have to pay me. Right. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, you, were, you were making the joke, but it definitely was just so everyone else would kind of know and make him uncomfortable, but you did it in a joking way, so you didn't just blatantly get mad at him when you ran into him. Yeah, if, it, if, him it, becomes, if it becomes a joke for him, that, oh, remember how long all that, those years ago when I owed you that money, but now it's been so long that we're just joking about it. No, that's not the situation. In my mind, you're going to be that. Yeah. You're going to be that guy. I have a question. I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. owe you, I don't owe you any money. Do I? Uh, I doubt it. Okay. Cause if you did, I I didn't want to make a joke about it right now. Cause I didn't want you to get mad at me. No. Okay. Uh, I would hang up. Yeah. I think, I think we're pretty even, even Steven. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I forget I forget about small debts, but it's like when somebody just is is working and not paying me, and then still able to buy things. That's the worst. And that's annoying. When they're like, "I know I owe you money, but hey, I had to buy this brand new phone, and then I had to hey, go check out this thing that I got. I had to, I yeah. had to, I had to spend twenty five dollars on this bottle of bourbon, but you know, I can't pay you fifty. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Next time I come into some money, you're first on my list. Yeah. No, I keep those around with me, like, in the back of my mind. Like, I know, like, oh, I owe this person money. Like, there's a guy I worked with, and we had a bet about baseball teams, and I still owe him, like, two or three lunches because it was the standing bet was whoever's baseball team did better that year, the loser had to buy the winner lunch. And his baseball team was the Giants, the Texas Giants, and mine was the Detroit <laughs> Tigers. And his baseball team did better than my team did three years in a row. And I bought him one lunch, but I didn't buy him the other two. And I still owe him those. And I think about it all the time about how he lives in, like, Las Vegas now. I need to buy a gift card for, like, a restaurant and just mail it to his house. I haven't done no, it yet. No, not the same. You have to go out there. I have that's to the go. Deal is you're supposed to buy. Yeah, you, you don't owe him. I owe him lunch. I don't owe, you think I owe him no. an in-person lunch? Like, yeah. lunch to get, Really? That's oh, what, shit. That, that's probably <laughs> what the original assumption was. Yeah, you well, have to fly I mean, out there. When, yeah, when you, you were doing the two lunches? Two, two years. Yeah, you have to fly out there um, twice, too. You can't, you can't just go there. You can't just fly out there once and, and do two have lunch with them twice. I can, too. I can definitely do that. If I fly out right, there. If you stay, I guess if you stay there for two days. Yeah, I have to stay there for two different days and go to lunch with them twice. Yeah. That'll, that'll count. I don't have to make two separate trips. That's ridiculous. What if he doesn't want to get lunch two days in a row? Well, then I'll stay there for three or four days. I'll stay there for as long as it takes to get enough time. As long as he agrees when you're leaving that the debt is paid. (laughs) That's what I need to do. Shit, you're really busting my balls on this one, man. You're busting my balls. Um, Yeah, so I owe him that. And, uh, oh, I worked with this other guy way back in the day when I worked at the architecture office. And we had a bet. And the bet was, I was pissed about Qdoba, stupid commercial on TV, because they said the name wrong or something. And I'm like, that just pisses me off. And uh, he's like, well, yeah, but you're still talking about it. You're going to eat there. I'm like, no, I'm never going to eat from Qdoba ever again. And I vowed right then and there that until I died, I would never eat from Qdoba. And he goes, you, and so we set out all the rules. And it was a life bet my entire life. 
it would get paid off in the afterlife if I was if I was successful. If not, I owed him lunch. And then I moved to Kentucky, and somebody slipped me some food from Qdoba, and I unknowingly ate food from Qdoba. And I found out later, and I was like, shit. So I bought him a gift card, and I mailed it to him and put a card and told him, like, hey, I owe you this. And uh, he thought it was just hilarious. <laughs> he, he called me right up, and he was like, dude, you ate Qdoba? I'm like, yeah, I didn't mean to, but somebody gave me food, and I ate it, and I asked afterwards and found out it was Qdoba. And, but that counted. That was part of our rules. Like, I wasn't even allowed to unknowingly eat it. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so I had to pay that off. According to our bet, I wasn't allowed to benefit from Qdoba in any way, except I was allowed to go in there and take their free napkins and take their free water. He allowed that. And I said, because really I'm costing them money at that point. So I'm not helping the company out by taking their free napkins and free water. He goes, yeah, you're allowed to have water and napkins and that's it. And how um, are you helping the company out by eating food that somebody else puts you? Oh, because I still profit, I benefited from Qdoba. My, I, I gained nutritional value from them without costing them with the, and giving them money for it. Somebody else gave them the money on my behalf, but I still, I okay, still gained. I didn't realize Qdoba food had nutritional value, so I guess yeah, yeah, that's it does. something I was unfamiliar with. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the kicker, though. As soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, thank God, because I love Qdoba. I eat there, like, almost once a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's a weird bet to make. It was. Well, I was really, you know how I get. I get stubborn and pissy sometimes. So I was mad at that moment. (laughs) And I said some ridiculous stuff. And I held to it for years. It was, let's see, when was that job? That was 2006. Okay, and then that was, that wasn't until like 2010. So I was, I held that for like four to five years. I held that bet. So, pretty crazy. Anyway, all right, man. Well, um, I don't know. I probably should let you go. I gotta go do some stuff right now. Mhm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Catch up later. Bye. Bye.